This is my journey. My journey to become a hipster. Hipsters are cool and non-mainstream. I'm working on becoming one, so every week I do something to pull me closer towards becoming a hipster. And every day of this week, I have been making sure to keep a certain chick happy after breaking its heart for so many months. I think years even. And that little chick is Duo, the Duolingo mascot. <laughs> Jokes. This episode is a nod to those of us who, uh, well, me anyway, who downloaded Duolingo way back when on a hype after making a New Year's resolution to learn a language or two, but lost steam eventually somewhere along the way and never started it ever again. This episode is dedicated to Duolingo. P.S. Not sponsored. Just me talking about an app I haven't used for a long time and wanted to better myself, so I started using again. I think Duolingo is something we've all heard of before. It's pretty ubiquitous. Duolingo is one of the bigger language game teaching apps that you can download on your smartphone and through games rewards and what have you, you slowly familiarize yourself with language. Uh, now, I want you to know this is very hipster, or at least, you know, sticking to Duolingo is very hipster because I've used the app way back when. That was before it was cool. That's a hipster line, yes, uh, but that's not why this week's topic is part of my hipster experience. Like I said, Duolingo is hip because, well, actually, nowadays I don't think there are that many people around my circle, my social circle, who are so persistent with using the app or still have it on their phones even. Probably downloaded or haven't used Duolingo for so long, even if they did have it on their smartphone. So, you know, I think it's been so long for them and to a big part for me as well that the green bird-like mascot a duo for Duolingo uh, gave up on them. Like they just. So how the process goes is that every day or two, Duolingo would email you uh, or send you a push reminder, and uh, that you know, do you can see Duol strolling happily, reminding you to keep at the app to increase your chances of retaining whatever you've learned from the app. You know, you know the more you know, repetition makes you learn. So. That's sort of why they send you a reminder every single time. And, and I think the longer you use it, the more ads they can show you and whatnot, and then, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It is a business, I think. So, I mean, it's fair. Then after a week or so, uh, you know, if you still don't use the app, then Duolingo, the bird, a uh, duo, uh, the bird cries in the email uh, and or, or email you. Uh, and this time with a sad face, you know, that teary eyed duo the mascot saying it hasn't seen you for a while uh, and it will use a very harsh guilt trip tactic on you to get you to use the app and I always imagine those who have pet birds would totally suck that kind of thing up but yeah, I'm, I don't have a pet bird so it doesn't really I mean if I'm busy I'm busy I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use the app oh, screw that uh, but then after a long while uh, Duolingo will out of nowhere send you a, a random reminder with a crying duo uh, asking you've been asking you to come back 
and use the app because you've been gone for a while just to check up on you you know stuff like that to see if you'd, you'd get back into lingo again after you're not so busy but hey if you don't use it for long enough duo the bird and duolingo we just give up on you and never send you a reminder again because it becomes a pester and i guess they know that they wouldn't want to be a pester because you just uninstall the app uh, it's kind of like if you don't speak to your friends for a long time they'll also just forget about you and live on without you in their life but that's also a very dark interpretation of it anyway i'm jumping back into duolingo as a returning user and now for this for this week i've been i've been constantly doing doing uh, meeting my goals playing several exercises french you know japanese random languages um and i have to say uh, i recall spending most of my time on duolingo before they redesigned the app now the app looks a lot different now as a returning user I, I, it's probably been like two years now uh, i'm pretty sure duolingo had redesigned uh, the bird even duo the mascot it did not used to be this cartoony and cute i'm pretty sure of it um the, f- the fact that it's cuter i'm not i'm not sure is it supposed to make its guilt trip hit much harder whenever I, I i am not persistent with the app so that you know a cute little bird tells me uh it misses me i'll, I'll actually i'll actually you know be more inclined to go back to that i don't know uh and anyway i recall one of duolingo's teaching methods games also required that you speak into the microphone so that the app could test whether your pronunciation was correct or was at least close enough to the pronunciation for it to tell you that you're correct. But uh, after playing, uh, you know, for an entire week and a little bit more, I think eight days, um, I've still not been tested on my pronunciation. And I don't know why they, they, they made this decision to remove the pronunciation. Because um, I, feel, I feel this is a pretty important part of the learning experience, being able to pronounce the words that you learn and come across. Uh, and also, I think, um, as a returning user, it's been, it's been two years, I, I definitely did not see this many ads before. Um, but I'm not paying for the premium service uh, or account of Duolingo, so I, I, I shouldn't complain about the ads. But, you know, it is what it is. And let's talk about the rewards. Um, so every time you complete exercise or or you meet your goals of the day or, or whatever have you uh dual awards you with lingots i, I think for ling lingo linguistics uh but the lingots are like these jewels that you can use to buy stuff like um ch- chain freeze items that help you preserve your chain combo of meeting your goals every day so that you know you don't you don't you don't you don't miss the combo or different items skins add-ons um which i have never investigated um but i'm pretty sure these items were not so prevalent back then and so well developed which is a good sign because it's been two years it makes sense that uh, duolingo has had more time to to give their users more you know more more ways to spend their i guess in-game currency or whatever have you that will make their experience more enjoyable but other than that uh not much has changed so the good stuff is still there most of the good stuff is still there that's great um i suppose um the more 
the more you use the app, um, the more encouragement it gives you to get through the exercises. Because you know you, you go through it, repetition, you get better and better at it, and that feels pretty good. And then there's this cute little bird telling you,、um, you know, you did great, you know, you, you're perfect, or you did perfect, or whatever it is. And it always it's a, a little feel good mo-、uh, feel good moment on your way back home, on on the commute.、Um, but I mean, without the pronunciation part, I feel like I can guess half my way through,、uh, just just by you know just guessing. Because every time you click the answers, they pronounce the word for you, and you're just like matching the sound of words. Not that difficult. It pro- you'd probably just be able to get through the exercise just for the sake of it. But、um, I guess I guess even then. You'd still be repeating the same thing over and over again, which would improve your learning process. But I did a small experiment with the Duolingo app, which was to try out the Chinese language exercises to see how difficult it was. Because I'm a Chinese, I'm a, I'm sort of a native speaker when it comes to Mandarin and Cantonese. So I just wanted to see how advanced the exercises could get for a single language. Because、um, my Chinese、uh, aside, you know, my my other languages like French and Japanese, they're <laughs> well. They're they're not really, not my third or fourth languages. They're they're horrible. I'm I'm, I'm beyond um, I'm beyond saving.、Uh, but yeah, that's that's not the main point. So I wanted to do an exercise、uh, to do an experiment on how hard Duolingo can be, and my verdict was, no, I don't think Duolingo is great to get. I think I think I think Duolingo is great to get your feet wet or refamiliarize yourself with languages that you've lost touch with, but it probably wouldn't satisfy the users once they crave something more advanced, like being able to actually live in a community with that language alone and not struggle your way most of the time. Because I've I've did the Chinese part,、um, you know, even if they do the skill test and and have you go through、uh, stuff like、uh, let's see how far you can be、uh, or how advanced you are. And、um, the, the exercises they throw at you are still very simple. I mean, it's 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 quite frankly, they're not things that you would say in real life、uh, unless you want to sound like it is really your third or fourth language. So, you know, I, I guess I guess that's alright because you wouldn't, nobody would just go on Duolingo and try to try to go through exercises of a lang for a language they already have a good control of. So that's besides the point, but I'm just saying、um, it probably wouldn't be too too advanced. You still need to find an alternative. But because of that,、um, I it means that Duolingo is great for me to pick up my French again,、uh, which I have completely lost touch with.、Uh, I've basically returned everything I've ever learned in my life about French to my French teacher in my secondary school and. Whoever my teachers were in my French immersion elementary school, it's been so long. I'm not even sure if I can pronounce "bonjour." I'm not even. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right anymore. You know, you feel me?、Um, and and also my Japanese. I've never actually learned Japanese, unlike my French.、Uh, but I've played enough Pokemon as a kid to recognize the hiragana and katakana that spell out po- potion, save. Pikachu and Pokeballs, you know stuff like stuff like that. You know the, the essentials.、Uh, but I've also played enough video games and read enough manga since that made me want to actually learn Japanese. So I can I can recognize some stuff, but I can't say I actually know the language. So 
for me, sticking it with Duolingo until I muster up the commitment to attend a crash course and take the official Japanese language proficiency test or, you know, actually go back to a French community and, and speak more French and, and get yourself immersed in that sort of environment and community. Um, I think Duolingo is still something very helpful and useful for me to get myself back on my feet and at least being somewhat functional, partially, partially functional, still good uh, with my French and Japanese. So I guess, yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. Uh, and this is VP signing off on his one week of his journey to be a hipster. Eh, on a personal note, I think Duolingo offers a free service if you don't pay for the premium. So it's a, it's a valuable service. I just want to say, I think if I go into a Japanese restaurant and look at a menu with the exercises I've been doing this week, uh, assuming you know it stays in my memory because I keep I keep sticking it with Duolingo. I'm pretty sure I can pronounce some of the Japanese characters without looking at the the Chinese or English or whatever uh, the, uh, the other helpful words the menu would have. I'm pretty sure I can pronounce it. I wouldn't know what they mean unless I read the other descriptions. But hey, all languages start somewhere, right? So Duolingo has been an good journey and I guess as a as a podcast topic it's helped me grow for a little bit until next week 